Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Welcome to the Five Year Plan World Cup Podcast. Sponsored by Vector Printing for your printing board you need to go to Vector.co.uk. It's Vector with a K. Yep. And JCIS, a global research and brand consultancy <laughs> from South London. Visit jc-nice.com. I will. Oh, good. I will. You will, James. I will. I will. Hello, James ha- Daly. How, how are you? you? Oh, good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. Happy World Cup. Happy World Cup to you as well. Yeah, yeah, Enjoying nice. it? Yeah, I'm loving it, actually. Good. I'm having a wonderful... I'm a bit bored today because there's no game. But that's why we thought, Kevin mm. Day, it would be the perfect chance to mm. do a, a World Cup pod. Yeah, it's too hot. <laughs> Just, it's been too hot since May the 5th. So I'm not happy. It's 1984. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a great world. Only one nil-nil draw in the yeah in the whole of the group stages. It's yeah, been, it's been some good. really good football. Raffle. Yeah, yeah. And England obviously played last night, which we'll probably go into straight first. But before we do that, introduce our fourth guest. It's Ed Knight. Hello, How third, are you? third guest. Hello, fourth. Oh, oh yeah, well, no, no. me as well. I guess. Yeah. 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 Do I count as a guest? No, no, no a guest. You're, you're no. a host. 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 Well, you're yeah. a guest in my house. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're welcome for the pizza. That's right. just yeah, by the pile of pizza and. Detritus is very, on the very, table. very nice, Peter. Um, shall we start then? We're going to we're going to sort of shall, go shall we say, by the way, congratulations! The first pod you've done since you've been married. So. Oh yeah! Oh yes! Official congratulations! Yeah. Thank you very much. And what a yeah. wonderful wedding it was! It was. It was good, wasn't it? It, it was, was lovely. Yeah. 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 What's the plan? I like the bit where the... that um, that slightly drunk ginger bloke walked down the aisle, <laughs> the, the procession just before the married couple. Oh yes! Pretending <laughs> he was in Hollywood on the red carpet. Thank you, It's actually Viking gold. My hair. It's not ginger. It was great because he realised halfway down there's a line of people because he's waiting for, for yeah, it was the perfect. happy couple to come out and he re- he's going down and pretending he's on the red carpet going, hi, thanks for turning out and then realised he didn't know 90% of the people. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's lovely. So congratulations. Thank it's you very, very much. Yeah, yeah. It's very sweet. Okay, thanks, thanks for doing the speeches as well. And the flowers. And the flowers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. welcome. It's lovely. Yeah, all right. so you basically half talk about, did half the wedding. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk about football? Yeah, yeah we can. Um, let's start then with uh, England who are through to the uh, knockout stages. They won their first Lime. two games. Yeah, very Ooh. kind of un-England those first two wins. And then last night, Kevin, they uh, lost one 0 to Belgium in a game that both teams made huge changes in. Yeah, I slightly. I was disappointed. I have to say, not just by the. I couldn't take the game seriously. To be honest, I was 
to be honest, I was flicking over to the Discovery Channel. I think England had so much... I can't remember a tournament. Probably Euro 96 was the last tournament. And it was such fun. It's so enjoyable to be an England fan. But I think, I think they were lucky that there's so much goodwill gathered in the first two games that it didn't disappear entirely last night. As I still... The jury's still out for me on Southgate, purely over Zahar, but I thought he'd handled himself well. But I think to lead... He, he gave the impression that there wouldn't be wholesale changes. He f- he said thank 5,000 England fans flew out there just for that game mm. and then to make eight changes. And I understand the logic, but Trent Alexander-Arnold, Delft, they're not going to play in the rest of the tournament. No. So it was basically a gesture to them and it wasn't... It wasn't right, and it wasn't fair to the people who flew out there. It, it, all we learned last night was that Belgium's reserves slightly more up for it than our reserves, yeah, and you lose all that momentum. To, I mean, to make all that fuss about momentum, you can't pick and choose who you play in the next game. It's simple as that. At some stage, it's only going to be another game further down the line where you play a really decent team. But, yeah, but, but so the, the theory was, Ender, that, it's, that um, if you come second, yes, you get the harder team in the next round, Colombia, yeah. into the Japan, but then you get into the quote easier side of the draw. At the quarterfinal. So, I mean, yeah. but the whole thing is, the whole FA and Southgate have been all talking about, as long as we get to quarterfinals, it'll be seen as a great, great tournament. So, I just, I'm, I'm telling you, Kevin, this, I was really annoyed last night. I was just annoyed that we didn't play our best team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the whole thing about injuries and all that, and the, but it's momentum. It's it's a football game. Play your best team. You want to uh, win. I, I wanted to win. I wanted to win the group with nine, nine yeah, points. Yeah. Well, I yeah, wanted was, to win the group. There was no way uh, going into this World Cup that, that, any of us would have said, "Yeah, we'll just sort of phone it in against Belt. We'd yeah, probably yeah. beat him, you know, on our day." But we're not. Just, no, no way. That, uh, the hubris is insane to be like, "Well, which side should we choose?" Well, I don't know if it, I mean. You could, it seemed that both teams wanted to do that. The, yeah. the, the fact is, oh yeah, I'm, 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 my tinfoil hat theory that I got from a friend from Chloe Pairs last night yeah. is that Ro- uh, Rashford missed the goal on purpose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact is, since since the World Cup went to this format where two teams get out of the group, the the winner of the World Cup has only ever won their group. There's never been someone a, a, runner, a, yeah. a group runner-up has never gone on to win the World Cup. And wow. I imagine... It's coming I'm, <laughs> I imagine Harry Kane would have been furious last night yeah. because the one person who wants momentum. Absolutely. And you could see... Yeah, you could say, right, we want to avoid him being injured. No one was getting injured in that game. No. Simple as that. It was like a non Fellaini put in a few hard tackles. Yeah, that was but, it. So Harry Kane will be furious because the striker wants to keep playing. It's not just a golden boot. A striker yeah. wants to keep playing football, keep his and touch. And that is like, it, it sounds like a cliche, it sounds easy, but, but that momentum thing is definitely true, well, isn't it? We've seen it at Palace in the season. The, all the great teams in history are teams that are just don't, don't chop and change. They yeah. keep going. They keep going. They keep going. Yeah. You want well, to you want to get to the World Cup final, whoever it is, and, you, and you, whoever's going to win that World Cup, you're going to look back and see. You know what? They hardly made any changes yeah, yeah. at exactly. all. Exactly. Hardly any changes. Well, also, that's, that's the reason why watching England last night is like watching Palace. It's like England are like Palace. They can't chop and change. No, they can't. We haven't got a squad like Brazil. We've. It, it's quite clear that we've got a really good twelve, a twelve that could possibly win the World Cup. In all seriousness, hmm. but beyond that. It's like Palace, you've you simply got a lot of players who shouldn't be on the pitch. Yeah, so don't chop and change that. And Dyer, the one that annoys me most is Dyer. I mean, don't, well, A, don't pick him. B, don't make him captain. Because that's <laughs> was he wrong. captain? He was captain. And, but see, my theory with Dyer is, I think Southgate looks at Dyer and he sees a man who reads books and goes to the theatre and he goes, that's me when I was Does 25 that I think true? that's true yeah yeah Dyer's the intellectual he speaks languages so you can only see <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean he speaks languages he speaks good he speaks three languages he reads he's quite, so you can only assume the other players take the piss out of him remorselessly yeah, absolutely yeah, of and course. that was Gareth Southgate so I think that's what Southgate sees a, pl- a player he sees himself in because Southgate said in the interview I talked to Dyer more than I talked to any other 
person on, uh, in the squad. Wow. And you'd like to think he's, what you're talking about is the fact that, I'm sorry, you're not playing. <laughs> yeah. But that's, to me, he's just, and he's just a classic example of he's not going to be playing. Yeah. So it looks like which he's given he's given people a World Cup run out, and it's, you can't do that. It's, yeah. it's, which is strange because a lot of the uh, the players in interviews have talked about the squad depth and how there's there's two players for every position and, and there's competition and yeah. all this, and you've got to push really hard in training. It's clearly not the case. Yeah. That was a, a, an entirely inferior team to the one we've we've seen. Phil Jones. I mean, it can only be worse if Smalling was playing. <laughs> to be perfectly honest. What did we think of Kale last night? He's again. He's not going to start. I mean. If, that's the bit I don't understand the most. Is that everyone was saying before, and it'll probably change. Rashford will get a start. Fair enough for Sterling. He'll probably change the wing backs. Don't change the centre backs. No. Yeah. Every single pundit. That's the one. T- whatever you rest, you never see the centre backs resting. You don't change the centre backs. No. He's been very bold though with the three he has gone with in the first two games, which is Walker. Maguire, Stones, Maguire. and Maguire. Mm. Very bold for a World Cup, isn't it? And they, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they haven't. You know, they've done okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Panama scored against them. But actually, they've not done that bad. It is the weakest Look, part of the team. Look, this Tunisia and Panama, they won the games. They yeah. were feeling great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Now, yeah. Come on. We we, we, yeah. we we want to play a good team. Yeah. We want to play Belgium, whether it be Belgium's B team or well, not. Well, that's, the, that's, yeah. the, that's you know. the, the, what you'd think that if we were advancing and had a view to win the World Cup, we'd run out our best squad against the only team that is indicative of the kind of composi- exactly. uh, competition we're going to face. Yeah. Not like, I'll oh, play our best 12, best 11, whatever, against the, the two weakest teams we'll face in the tournament yeah. and give them a rest against but the d- people that will be a good litmus test good po- well, for how also, good they there, actually there, are. There is a scenario whereby the next time we play Belgium is in the final, and that's hopelessly optimistic. Yeah. But it'd be nice to go to the, into the final against Belgium. Will we Belgium. play Japan in the final? No. We could, well, it could. That's one. There's a lot of signs, but it would be nice to go into the final. Well, it shows how optimistic we are. Isn't it? it would be nice to go into the final <laughs> against Belgium, knowing we've already beaten them. But it's just it also just made for us such a such a. Dark, everyone was so excited. All over London, I, I was quite late getting back yesterday because mm. I was working. It was empty on the trains because everybody had got there earlier. All over, we'll let that ring out. That's I'm yeah. not in. That's Eric Dyer's agent. <laughs> <laughs> All over the place. Everyone got home early. It's Southgate. wants to talk about this. It's, pubs it's Andy Street. When are you guys podcasting? <laughs> <laughs> he wants to talk VAR. Reversion to the mean, which he used in the WhatsApp group this week. But you know what? The thing about that game last night, it was never going to be a great game anyway. It was no. never going to be a competitive no. game. But even if both teams had played their best 11, mm. it was always going to be a very uncompetitive game because, yeah. the, because both teams were, were through. And all this little finishing second or finishing first nonsense just go out there and win the game you know yeah. it does feel a bit palace doesn't it that we've got England are through to the last 16 and was they have yeah, won no, they've got top goal yeah, scorer yeah, they have won two, two games yeah, handsomely that's a, that a fair point we're still struggling what, what do you think about England's chances then in this World Cup I don't think I, <sighs> it's coming on I thought we'd agree <laughs> I think it's the first time in a long time where, where it's not ludicrous to say we could progress to the semi-final or the final because I think semi-finals, what I'd put my money on. Yeah, the, the the first twenty minutes against Tunisia, I would still argue is the best football that any team's played in the World Cup so far. It's not. We haven't seen an outstanding team. We know there are outstanding teams mm-hmm. there. And outstanding Mexico and players. Croatia are looking good. They'd have been the most exciting to watch. Yeah. But, and I do, I do, I do worry. The defence worries me slightly in, in that we have conceded. But also, I think what's interesting. And this is, we'll come on to the VAR thing later on, but we're going to get more penalties. It's quite clear that the refs are looking out for fouls on Kane, particularly in the box. Yeah. I think we've got a useful... But, I think they, we've got, but they missed. They missed they those did, two... They did. The they did, but got, yeah. but, well, no, because of that. Because, oh, of, since because that. FIFA, re, FIFA reviewed that particular game, didn't they? And then 
So it's quite clear that that was some of the worst in. refereeing I've ever seen. But we've got we've got three Sorry. or four. It's the first time in a long time, and again, it's like Palace. We've got three or four players that other teams would want in their team. Yeah. Kane's clearly the best individual striker at the, the World Cup. Yeah, Sterling and Rashford haven't quite hit it yet, mm-hmm. but are more than capable of it. Deli Ali midfield. Loftus Cheek, I think I want to see Loftus Cheek and Deli Alli playing together. Yeah, yeah, I think Ruben's done good. Well, he's done really well, yeah. really well. Ruben yeah. must have drawn more more fouls and free kicks than any other yeah. player at this tournament. We do have questions about Ruben, so maybe we'll come on to in part two when we're going to talk about more about Palace yeah. and the World Cup. Okay. Well, how do you feel, Enders? Because obviously there wasn't much expectation going into this World Cup with England because it's quite mm-hmm. a young team. But is it coming home for you? Uh, I wouldn't say it's coming home. What's my expectation? Are we winning every, <laughs> every World Cup from now on? Yeah, yeah. Cup in 52 years? <laughs> but, you know, I think, I think the fact as a nation we didn't have such ridiculously high expectations. And I do think those first, first two games, and you couldn't say it was, you know, not great opposition, but I don't buy that because it's the World Cup, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, whether you're Tunisia or Panama or you're Brazil, you still want to you win. And I thought we did really well. We equipped ourselves brilliantly. And I think we've got, I think what we've got, which is to our advantage, is naivety. Mm-hmm. I think we've got naivety, we've got inexperience, which I think is, will be, will, is to our advantage. In what way? Uh, and the fact that they're not burdened by history, they're yeah. not burdened by anything. Uh, they're just out there. They're, they're, just, they're just kids in a playground playing football. Yeah, almost. No, it's not even almost. like. Even something like being called the golden generation is pressure. Yeah. yeah. You know, the pressure that, and, and there's no, uh, and as Dad very rightly pointed out, these sort of, the teams all around the same age, they, they will have all been playing with each other in the under 21s, under 19s, etc., mm. etc. Et and there's there's no, they enjoy each other's company, clearly. There's no, like, inter club no rivalry. Yeah. Well, it's, not, it's not dominated by one particular club. Yeah. Uh, there was yes. an interview of Ashley Cole recently when he said it wasn't fun playing for England because the Man United and Liverpool players wouldn't talk to each other they wouldn't sit together Yeah, the Arsenal Chelsea players didn't particularly get on well with each other It was uh, everyone had a massively high opinion of themselves again this, so is, what, this is my like, point yeah. about the inexperience and the naivety yeah, yeah. it's just like you know, they're not burdened by, by what's happened before they're excited by it you know, the, the, the last great World Cup team we had was in 1990 yeah most of those players weren't even born. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? but, they but, weren't even born. But also, a lot of the players are getting to play a different kind of football than the football they play at their clubs, which yeah. I'm sure they're happy for. You know, like if you look so at Rashford, yeah, 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 definitely. Well, also, I think the other thing as well is that the reason people like this England team is it's the first tournament for a long time that not only have we done quite well in it, we haven't ruined. Not just for us, because normally we're, we're so bad. It's like you, you mean know, the team? It's just the team, but also the fact is because of all the fears about Russia. Only about twenty percent of the England fans have gone out there, so you haven't got that fear yeah. that from the England camp. You haven't got fifteen, twenty thousand England fans out there. Yeah. Most of whom are not interested in the football. We've got fewer fans than like Colombia and, and Peru. So we, the fans that are out there are behaving themselves and just enjoying the experience, the games, and yeah. yeah. So that's a, a lo- another level of tension that's been taken off. And we've got a team that's taken part so many times in tournaments in recent times. It seemed that England are apart from the tournament. They're not part. Yeah. They're not joining in. The fans are not joining in. The team yeah. are not joining in. Whereas this time it seems like the Really, we're really part of a good tournament, and other, other, other countries people, are talking about um, us as a yeah. good team. As a good yeah, team. yeah, and there, yeah. Does, there seems to be kind of a, a good sort of a really good team spirit around the team. You look yeah. at more on social media and stuff, yeah, and yeah, exactly. Yeah. But there seems to be more of a connect with the fans as well. Like everyone yeah. seems I, to be enjoying them. I think the most important thing is that uh, Germany was the England this year, yeah, they kind of <laughs> took the, the mantle and sort of uh. Messed like, up. Took the bullet for us, if you will. Well, I, was, I spoke to a German journalist on a pod thing last week who said all the noises coming out of the German camp this World Cup were exactly the same as England in previous tournaments under oh, really? Capello. They're all talking about the fact they don't particularly like uh, the hotel they're in. 
they're bored they haven't got games they're not allowed whereas our players are riding unicorns in the pool well, yeah, but, uh, but, but Southgate that's one of the things Southgate looked at our players they've all got they've all been allowed to take their electronic devices the yeah. families are nearby but not in the hotel they've got the, all the darts things are set up impromptu games the darts yeah they're playing darts with journalists every day but all oh, simple yeah, things yeah. to oh, get yeah. people mixed just yeah. they're not in their rooms for two hours at a time like they have been at some World Cups whereas the Germans are not but you know what it is, though? We know what it is, Kev. What I really believe is happening, and I think that we've got to give the FA and the people in there a little bit of credit for yeah. this. They're all thinking about the next World Cup. Yeah. I think this is yeah. what's so important about yeah. this. It's such a young squad, you know. They're not only just thinking about the next Euros in two years' time. The, the next World Cup in four years' time in Qatar, These this bunch of players will hopefully be the main core of what that is. So I think whatever we achieve here is just going to lead on. I just think we're, we, it's almost like there's a blank piece of paper with the England, the England setup and the, no, not necessarily the setup, but the squad and with Southgate in there, there seems to be a freshness about it. And, and, it, and, yeah, and, it, and it's a, an inexperience about it, which I, I keep going on about, but I think it's really important. We Danny Welbeck, got, main striker at the next World Cup, yeah, I'm calling but it. You've, you've also, there's two other, you've got these two, Southgate's two head coaches who no one outside football would really yeah, heard of. And yet the players clearly really respect them so you haven't got that there's no baggage with them they haven't yeah. cut, there's, it's not Gary Neville who's been parachuting in yeah. for no reason to be part of the, yeah. Yeah. The, the team and also don't forget I think I'm not sure it's 19, 18, 17 we're world champion at two age ranges and European champions at another so the younger for the first time in years the FA have finally got a system whereby it's all cohesive mm. and that's partly down to Southgate mm. to his credit yeah. whereas yeah. the younger players are coming through not only with tournament experience but winning tournament yeah. experience so that's that's a someone, positive I heard future. someone say as well that Southgate has managed to get a sort of club mentality yeah. Yeah. at England yeah. which obviously hasn't been around for a while no, no. Players no. Players if, thriving. If, if that's true that's great and just as long as you're a good club I think yes but I still <laughs> again there's a half the palace record. mentality yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's <laughs> a half in records a bit but I think Southgate's carried himself very well I thought it was, it was very funny when somebody asked him the other day about whether what would he do if, if it came down to fair play in the Belgium England game mm. If he was going to be facing Brazil and Mexico and Southgate well I hadn't really thought about it but if you see me punching Roberto Martinez at the end <laughs> <laughs> then you'll, you'll, you'll realise we have been going through the most yeah. just on Wilf thanks so we've got a few questions from our listeners oh, if he was in that English and, squad oh man well this is the thing so Will Bren Hi, Will. Will. says would, would Wilf start in this England team well yeah. not with Southgate because Southgate never fancied him but if he was blank slate then yeah God, he would have to be wouldn't he yeah. it's such a shame when he I always regret my generation. George West never played in the World Cup. Wilf, you, you want to see those players yeah, in the World Cup. Yeah. He, he would be in the England team without a doubt. I would say, yes. certainly. And that would yeah, be, well, it's, a, it's a shame he's not out there. It's like Giggs. It's like Giggs. Yeah, again. It's, 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 yeah, it's a real yeah. similar thing with Giggs when Giggs, you know, decides to play for Wales and not England. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing. One of the greatest players, and it would have been great to see him in the England team. If Back in all those days, we'd, we'd have actually won something, I think. Could have played for England, couldn't he, if you like? Yeah, well, he, he actually did. did. He's under 18, under 20. Well, we'll get a chance, hopefully, again. We need another another couple of World Cups with Ivory Coast you to think he's the sort of player that definitely people on a world stage like that he'd absolutely light it up although it does seem a little bit as though African football's gone backwards a little bit it's the first time there's none in the last 16 yeah, it's, yeah. whereas it's sort of around 1994, 98 it looked like Pele's prediction that it could be an African winner yeah. of the World Cup yeah, seems a bit further away than it yeah. has been for a while but. yeah so for Senegal was like the, yeah. the first ever team to obviously to get knocked out due to fair play which is a yeah. bit of a shame because they played oh, well yeah. yeah that's crazy it's really weird can we just talk about that appalling last 15 minutes of the, oh, um, the Japan uh, Japan Poland game oh yeah 
Which did you see that? No. Oh. Well, they they uh, knew. Well, it's it was they took was a punt, games, didn't they? That... And they, they decided, uh, you know, we we're going through Japan. We're going through Poland. weren't through already. They were losing. Poland were winning. They knew the score in the other game. You know, and it was just they literally kicked the ball around to each other like really slowly for fifteen like minutes. Like Germany, Austria, and exactly, it was yeah. exactly, exactly like that. Like that. Yeah. It was absolutely appalling. And I, if it's not going to be, I don't know if anything's going to be done about it. Probably not. But well, the thing is, that's why because they didn't, they couldn't guarantee. They took a punt that Senegal wouldn't score. That was, Which they, they almost did. They yeah, they mm. gambled that they wouldn't. But the Germany, Austria one. And unfortunately, In I, I am old that. enough to remember it. But yeah, so that's the reason that the games are played simultaneously yeah. because yeah. West Germany and Austria were, were the last game. So they knew what the result yeah. had to be. And they knew a draw would suit them both. So it was 90 minutes of that. But it was. It's one of those where somebody from FIFA should walk down on the pitch and yeah, tell the ref to book them. Just say. Well, what you really want, you yeah. want to. You wanted Senegal to score, score. So, yeah. so, so the yeah. flipping ja- Japanese were going, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, and then realised, oh, we just we've really messed up here, haven't we? Okay, anyway, well, so speaking, just... speaking of messing up, then obviously there's been a huge debate around VAR, which has obviously been used right. for the first time at, at the World Cup. I've not heard about it. What is it? Let me pose like a question one, like to you. Like the one that Streety and Miriam He just even when he's not here, Streety pokes us. He's like pokes in the got, It's not from Streety, but I got a question from Achini. Hi, Achini. That's his Muggle name. It says. What is your opinion on VAR? And they've put in brackets, I hate it, not because it's anti-football, but because it's always wrong. It's not always wrong. I would disagree with that. I think... I think... Look at the, uh, the think, South Korea goals against Germany that were... Yeah. It, that was incorrectly called offside. I, I think... Yeah. I think the people who hated VAR beforehand won't have had their minds changed. And I think the people who liked VAR will have seen changed. enough to say... I think it works... It clearly works where there's a matter of fact... Has a, was it in the penalty area? Was it not in the penalty area? Was it offside? Was it not offside? That You can't argue with that. But there's so many of them are interpretations. Yeah. Especially with handballs. There's so many penalties. And f- the, and the first two rounds of games, it was clear every time the referee was called across, he was going to change his mind. Yeah. It was quite clear. You could see them being... You just assumed they were being told by the it's 11 It's almost like people. they think, if I'm going to watch it on the screen, then I have to change my mind. I, they, was, they I, was, I was wrong. They, they won't have told me to see it, to look at it again unless I was, if, unless I was wrong. Yeah. And despite the... And everyone's getting a bit mixed up with the clear and obvious error thing. Well, the one thing I don't understand, why did they have to wear a kit? <laughs> why do the VAR officials have it's to wear a kit? I love that. It's funny, but it's just... It's just... No, but I, I think it has made it in a way more interesting more entertaining I mean the the Germany thing it's drama was, it's total drama more, as well it's, it's very theatrical Panto. very theatrical panto is a great word for it but yeah. I, I think and oddly enough Streety agrees with me which it took me I had to watch I had to message him twice to go hang on say you what you what you what with me <laughs> I think for tournaments I'd be happy with it for tournaments for for a league season yeah. it would drive me out of the wall and, and Streety's point is in the league season and this is where he used his favourite expression, reverting to the mean. Yeah. In a league season, there's enough games for, for errors to even themselves out. In a tournament, yeah. it's make or break in a tournament. Yeah. So I think, I think it's, it has given a level of entertainment to the tournament I didn't think it would have. Because I and really the, like that bit when they run over and they work at the screen and everyone's watching them and then they turn around... And they run back on and they do the little sign and then they are the point. That, that well, suspense is actually really quite fun. In the Germany career game, when Ed and I are both watching it, both going mad and going, hang on, what's he, he's just both going, but hang on, he, he wasn't, he's touched it. Yeah. So mm. that bit where you know, you think you're guaranteed, you know you're right. Yeah. But then he, and the commentators and he, are saying he has to change his yeah. got to, And then he looks like he's not going to. And then, but there's, there are a couple 
the messy penalty that he missed it wasn't it simply wasn't a penalty it just wasn't a penalty but also, it's, it's, I, I think what you're saying about the VAR yeah. thing I think when it comes down to the referee's decision you're still going to get human error exactly well, you're still going to get exactly. human error but, but what it's doing is cutting down the amount of times there will be human error mm. so not, you know seven or eight times out of ten and it's not like it's going to sort it out but then every now and again there will be a human error thing because it's still made decision is still the referee's we've been dealing with human error in football in terms of the refs and stuff since football was invented, so this is all that this VAR is doing is giving the refs a second chance to look at it, and we can deal with it if it, if they then make a human error again. It's still on the refs. It's not this like magic fix all thing that's yeah, going to yeah, so, pause yeah, the play and make it the length of an of moments, NFL a lot of game. You know? in this World Cup, a lot of moments in this World Cup where decisions have gone which we didn't think were going to happen, and you just yeah. think, oh my god, and it, and it has been brilliant. It's mm. been brilliant, but, but so correct. far as well, it, it, yeah, it doesn't look like a referees had the courage to go. Yeah, there is a there is a mistake there, but it's not such a big mistake. That I'm going to change my mind because mm. that was supposed to be the that was supposed to be the remit. There had to be a clear and obvious mistake by the referee. And there's a mm. couple. It's like there's one handball was literally hit him from a, f- six inches away. And it's like mm. you can't give that. And the referee should have said, "No, that's still not handball." Well, that's why I there's, thought uh, the uh, for the first South Korea goal, I thought he wasn't going to overturn the decision because it wasn't a clear and obvious mistake. Yeah. If I was the linesman watching from that yeah. far oh, away, yeah, I so would have thought that was offside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Would have all flagged it. Yeah. The other thing as well is that players clearly need to be told how it works because they still seem to think they can call for a review. Yeah. Because so many of them are doing yeah. it. It's like I think it's Didier Drogba for this about time when he used to book players for well, doing the yellow card yeah, sign. Now book them for it. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Which I agree. is what should the yellow more I think about that. What you talk about that Japan game? There should have been. There should be somewhere where the referee goes. This is clearly unsporting behaviour. No, it, 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 it was just wrong. Just, just call the captain over and say, for every minute you do this, I'm going to yellow card another. And there must yeah, be. Yeah. It was. It was appalling. It really. It really wound me up. Yeah. Mm. Oh, speaking of which, did you see that Mark Halsey thing this week where he no, said a, no. a Premier League player when he, while he was refing asked him to be booked so he could miss the next game and then play in oh, the yeah, derby a week later yeah that's and he and Halsey said just boot the ball away after a free kick and I'll book you for yeah, it yeah. and he booked him there's been you're a, joking there's been no. a Roy Keane did that in a game where he took a yellow card so he missed a, a league cup game rather than a do you think it was Roy um, Keane then well, possibly it's, well Roy Keane's admitted it is so uh, Clattenburg I'm, I'd say uh, Ed <laughs> thought more highly of him for this Clattenburg's publicity interview for his ITV stuff right I think he's in the Guardian was asked, said, do you go oh. to sleep at night regretting any games? Well, yeah, the FA Cup final, Palace Man United. It's the only game So that's the only game where I thought I didn't cover myself in justice. And he said the worst of it is that I went into that game thinking I've got to have a really good game because Palace fans hate me. Yeah. And he said, he said, I'm sorry, he said the Palace Villa game, he said I was aware of how much Palace fans hated me. I was aware that they'd never won. And when Palace played Villa away, I thought, well, it's, they've got to beat Villa. They're really the worst team I've seen. Yeah. And then the keeper dropped one in his own net. <laughs> So, so they're still he starts looking, desperately looking for reasons to give Palace a penalty at least he's aware of the fact that but at least he Palace admitted, fans like yeah, but at least he admitted that that was the one game where he's but I, we me, can't go back in time though can no, we exactly. may, may hate him even more but Ed still is still hate him. more humane no, I still hate him at least he admitted it but still hate him yeah, it doesn't him. make a difference he's such a Geordie as well isn't he he is. Well, um, his accent confuses me. I, I assume he sounds like Skeletor. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we? Okay, so, so we're all agreed that VAR is kind of a success. We've so agreed far? on two things: yeah. it's coming home, and <laughs> VAR's all right in tournaments. It's all right. Mark in tournament. still a <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Shall we talk briefly then on a decision that we touched on through VAR, which is Germany, the holders going out. Well, I don't know if you saw this stat, but in the last five World Cups. Yeah. four of the winners from the previous World Cup have yeah. gone out in the group stage winners cast yeah. isn't that crazy yeah. uh, you know what it is it's just, I just you, you don't have that desire do you 
You don't have that desire to win it, possibly. Or you're complacent. Well, well that's the same thing. There's other reasons. <laughs> well, it is the same thing. But also, don't forget... It's kind of... You know, I think it is, JD. Look it up, mate, in your footballing dictionary. You don't, you don't, you don't tend to change a winning team. Mm. So and, unless you go on Southgate. So, well, but it's, well, do you know what I mean? But in terms <laughs> of the squad, but the team Eight changes. We're not going to have what so Germany have it us. The vast majority is it's very difficult. You know, when Germany have lost, like in 1990, when Germany lost, they made wholesale changes everywhere. If you win the World Cup in 2014, it's hard to turn around and say to those players, yeah. "You're not part of the plans." Yeah. But they were 26, 27, so they're four years older. Mm. That's the reason. But you still look at that squad. Again, as you were saying, no one at the start of this tournament was saying, oh, Germany's squad's too old. No, the only thing we, we were saying were is... Everyone's Sar- favourite to win. Every, the only thing we were saying is they should have picked Sane, that's the only thing. But they, yeah. we yeah. had a lot of younger players still. But the, the majority of the squad were... Although some of the you know, people like Closer were, were missing. But it's obvious there's something wrong with them. There's, at half-time, the South Korea game, it's the first time ever... That Germany have not scored in any in the first half of any game in the World Cup. Really? In the, in, in the group stage. There's one really There's interesting stat. About these, I, I, I think how... I saw it on Reddit. It's last in the last World Cup, Germany were behind for a total of eight minutes. Mm. In this World Cup, they were ahead for one yeah. minute. No way! Yeah. Seriously, they were behind wow. longer in the Mexico game than they were in the whole of the World Cup in yeah. And, and the last time they went out in the group stage was 1938. Well, it wasn't the group and stage, we, and, we, in... and we, we know what happened in Germany 1938, <laughs> yeah. don't we? <laughs> And in Russia, it wasn't, it to get badly. It, it wasn't, it, it wasn't <laughs> a particularly good time. Yeah, in I, their for history. one, am thankful for all the historical memes comparing this to the Germans being kicked out of Russia in the yeah. 90s. Well, 1938, it wasn't a group stage, though, it was a straight knockout. Was it straight yeah, knockout? Yeah, this is yeah. the first time they've so ever been knocked out of the group stage. They lost their first game, so this is wow. the first time they ever went out at a group. So, and like, and the, the, it's astonishing the reaction all over the world. Not taking Sane, then, was obviously. I don't think Sane's, he would have had his reasons for take, not taking Sane. I, I think. To suggest that they would be in the last sixteen now with Sane there is because the rest of the players simply weren't functioning. I mean, you, you saw the amount of crosses that went in against South Korea in the second half, mm. and if you, you can put as many crosses as you want, but if Hummels and well, Hummels could have had they're going to miss them. It's not like no Sane was going to be happy in the hotel and content in the camp, you know. Well, it seemed yeah. it's all the German newspapers are implying that there was something wrong, mm. that there were arguments, and, and again. The, uh, that, that same journalist said they all hate the Bayern Munich players so much really oh, they really? all hate the Bayern yeah of course they do because Bayern Munich mm. dominate football mm. so you know, and there's a lot of you know, even a lot of journalists who go well, why is he in, he's only in there because he plays for Bayern Munich or Germany no. how low can you go bottom of the group apparently Ed, well Ed will tell you and I don't know why this is I've got I love. I've got German mates. I've, I love going to Germany. I have nothing against the German football team, but but still feels great. <laughs> how, how angry was I when they scored against Sweden? I, I was seriously. I had to go out of the house for half an hour. I was so angry at the keeper. It's just I wanted Germany to not win that game so much, and I don't know why. I was slightly ashamed of myself. It's like if 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 like if if like. Uh, if Real Madrid got knocked out of the Champions League by Celtic, you'd oh, be like, I don't, I don't hate Real Madrid, but yeah, you'd be like, this no, is probably good for the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, but I, I hate do, Real Madrid. Yeah. No, but I do hate Real Madrid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, it's a brilliant thing. Uh, there's an old Johan Cruyff interview turned up for a documentary recently when he said no team offered him more money to play for than Real Madrid, but he wouldn't play for a fascist team. Brilliant, good on you. Who's in there? Johan Cruyff. Joe's actually... Nice. Wouldn't, wouldn't play for Franco's team. I think good. I've figured out what it is about Germany going out, is uh, no one who's come second in the group has ever won the World Cup yeah. uh, but this is the first time that Germany have ever been knocked out of the group so if this oh, is the World true. Cup the first time yeah. 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 it would have been nice there was part of me that thought I'd like to play this German team because we could yeah. yeah, we could beat them could do it no but you know they'd beat us 
They, mm. But they were so poor. That's the thing. They yeah. were so Mexico. I would uh, great to. That was the two games I've enjoyed the most: Croatia, Argentina, and Mexico, Germany. Yeah. Croatia, I enjoyed the uh, I enjoyed the Spain Portugal game. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah, because that. that was like right at the beginning. That's like yeah, the yeah. third game. Was I was it? doing a gig at the Spread Eagle in Croydon, um, and I was sort of running down during every break to look at the screens. Yeah, it was brilliant. I went to watch Nigeria Argentina in the fan park in Shoreditch. Loads of Nigeria fans. Yeah, wow. and Argentina. Brilliant. That was brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, atmosphere. Was Colombia incredible. Poland. I was doing another gig yeah. where they was playing it in a courtyard. It was full of like Colombian fans. Nice. It's been a good World Cup, isn't it? Well, you know what I think. I, I, I had misgivings about it being in Russia in the first place and there was a brilliant stat in Private Eye again last week it was of the 14 FIFA committee members that made the decision uh, behind closed doors uh, nine of them are either in prison suspended or being investigated by the FBI <laughs> so clearly there are implications it, there. And it, it, it should never have been in Qatar but I think Lineker was interested because he said we can't we can't judge other countries by our own values. You can't say you can only have a World Cup in a country with Western liberal yeah. values. But for all my misgivings, I've, it's been my favourite World Cup for a long time. A long time. I think yeah, it's, it's been, been, I think it's been, it's been an incredible World Cup. And everyone, I was, I did a uh, radio thing last week. I was here, but talking to people out there, and they all said the organisation has been great. Everyone's been so friendly. It, it, it really, every, all the things that people weren't expecting to happen yeah happened, but let's, well, let's remember this is this is you know without getting too political this is Putin and Russia's moment to shine oh it's big PR for them it's a massive of course they're doing and we know doing. we know that 600 Russian fans were arrested on trumped up charges and will be let out yeah. after the World Cup but <laughs> it, it helps that Russia still in the tournament well, yeah it, it does help yeah. and there yeah. was that brilliant moment I think you implied it in one of your tweets there's a brilliant moment uh, when Russia scored the fifth goal against Saudi Arabia when you can see Putin taking, talking to the Sheikh and going <laughs> I said four yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really sorry I, I told him I paid so. for four I didn't, yeah. this is I'm sorry about this so, so. and there are all those but it's, it's been I think it's been a great World Cup it's been good really and it's good. only going to get more exciting now we're in the knockout some great yeah. games some yeah. great games some really good games yeah it's a really good last yeah. 16 Argentina France I can't wait that's going to be brilliant well, there's no point having it. We might as well just cut to the final. Harry Kane lifting the lifting the, the odds for Vardy to score a hat trick in the final like five hundred to one. I'm thinking of doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, can, uh, can I just pop a few questions to you from our from our listeners? Go ahead. Um, who should we go to? Oh, Mark Skeens. Hi, Mark. Mark Skeens. Something that I've noticed as well. It's not re- it's not really at the World Cup, but the trend for large groups to throw beer every time an England score a goal, for or against. Yeah, I mean, you notice that like, as videos go around social, like depends. You know. It depends if it's my round next, then <laughs> against. Yeah, it's just it's, it's a bit it's, weird, isn't it? It's all right the first time it happens in the spontaneity of the moment, but it's because I don't care what anyone says. The, the the euphoria when we scored the second goal against Tunisia, mm. you felt the justice had been done. You felt that yeah. was absolutely right, but you can't get as excited about the fourth goal going in against Panama, yeah. as you did about that. Well, the that guy. At, we were, this venue for the uh, Nigeria game, yeah. the owner was saying, yeah, that we had uh, 700 England fans down there watching the game and they threw their pints for every goal. Really? And, was like, and I was loving it because they were all straight back to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. And it was great for them. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd get really annoyed if Good it was... Good for pub owners, yeah. 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 It's just, it's the same thing as Fugal Zellers and... Yeah. It's yeah. just a stupid welcome. There was thing. a great moment when ITV showed Rashford a little montage of the fans celebrating after the... the Second goal against Tunisia, and he was—you could see—he was really genuinely moved. He went, "Oh, I'll tell oh, the nice. lads!" Like you said, I did. You know, you, you think you know what it means to fans, but yeah, because well, footballers are in a bubble a lot of the time, actually. So yeah, yeah well, I doubt they're in a bubble yeah. over there. Okay, uh, Jesse Boyce. 
Oh, Jesse. Oh, Jesse. Oh, Jesse. Uh, How was your birthday party that I wasn't invited to? Jesse. <laughs> yeah, same. Jesse. Yeah, it was really yeah, cheers, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Jesse. It was good, was it? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, 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 Anyway, happy birthday, Jesse. Um, yeah, happy says, birthday, which Jesse. Shout out to you, Jesse. Which... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not interested. Can we move on to the next question, please? No, yeah, no, 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 I'm asking the question. Uh, which <laughs> World Cup team best resembles Palace characters? Oh, I know this. I don't think it's a team. I think it's... <laughs> Terrible Bash- question, Jesse. I think yeah. it's Batshuayi kicking the ball into his own head. I think that's it. The best resembles Palace. The best bit about that was the look on his face when he just thought this is going to be on every World Cup compilation for the rest of the I've seen that about eight different times on Reddit, Twitter. Or Have you seen it, James? Yes. It's, <laughs> it's probably a Maradona, isn't it? <laughs> Sticking the fingers up. Uh, I think we're going to have to issue a press release to officially deny that you've died. <laughs> your lifestyle's probably getting out of hand a little bit. I mean, we've all had a good time at parties, but you've never had to phone your mates the next day and go, I don't know where they're getting this from. <laughs> so there's a close-up of his plate, which is covered in... No, it wasn't, wasn't it flour. Wasn't, it wasn't. No, no. it wasn't. It was a, yeah. That was a mistake. He had a good night, didn't he? That was doctor. He clearly had a good night. Yeah, he had a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, what, what team? What team? team? Do yeah. Oh, wow. Tricky one, that, isn't it? Probably England, actually. Probably England. <laughs> to be honest. Possibly England. <laughs> England. Yeah, not possibly. far off. Not far possibly. off. I think in that we've got a very good... I mean, you could talk about Australia being dogged and... Yeah. But I think in just in terms of yeah, the fact that we've got... a bit more excitement got, than Australia. Yeah, the fact that we've got a, a good first team but not a decent yeah. squad is very Palace. Yeah. It's yeah. good to see Milo. It's exciting seeing Palace players out there and ex-Palace players. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Seeing Milo putting those penalties away. Yeah, that was good. That and was it's good to see Ruben out. I know he's not a Palace player but it's good he's to see him doing is. bit string. He hasn't kicked off for anybody else. Um, Luca so. as well. Luca had two good games. Luca, he was suspended yeah. for the last but he was, game. Was, he was, he was he dropped or suspended? I think, well, he, was, I think he was injured. I, oh, okay. He hobbled off the previous game. Oh, okay. I did So I think... What? Sorry, Kat. Yeah. I was done. No, do we all... Was it... Was it... Who was it? Was it Marcelo? That came off... Oh yeah, the, yeah. Oh, what what happened to him? I don't know. Hobbled off, didn't he? Was yeah. Dad thought he shit himself, but then he sat on the bench, <laughs> so I don't think he could have done. <laughs> that's, my answer, that's my answer to a lot. That's my answer to a lot. Kev's insight into football there. <laughs> well, no, because oh, it looked yeah. like suddenly he stopped, didn't he? And like he, he was, yeah. his face was pouring with sweat, and he looked almost like looked like he was concussed or something. Yeah. Or, something yeah. or he had it looked like he got like a fever or something, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> Oh dear. Okay. Um, right. Carl Mortimer has got a question. Hi, Carl. All right, Carl. Says, uh, Carl. Do you think Southgate could ever see himself managing Palace one day? Well, Whoa. yeah, he's going to be the next one, isn't he? Because it's ex-England managers. Just, yeah, we do seem we do seem to have a habit of getting ex-England managers, don't you? Yeah. Possibly one day. Would you be happy with that? Uh, not at the moment. I'd rather no. stay in England yeah. at the moment. Yeah, I'd like a manager that's going to pick. Well, I'd rather stay. Right. Yeah. 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 I know. I'd rather we kept Roy for at least another half a season. Um, He's been offered his new contract extension, hasn't he? Who Roy till twenty 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 another year on his oh, wow. contract? But it's, you know what? It's great seeing Southgate there. Whatever you think about him, he's he's he's, he's Palace. We also I don't you know. He I, is I, I remember seeing. I, yeah. I, I, I saw him. You know, what week about, in week out. What about it, Ed? That needed to grow on you. What about him? Were you not sure about? Was it, is the it the will thing? thing? Yeah, okay. yeah, it is. It's grudges. That's all it is. Grudges. <laughs> but yeah, he seems to have fostered a good relationship between the players. He does seem to care and, and have his head screwed on, you know. He was quite, when he first came through, because under 21s, he was quite remote. He wasn't good with the press. Mm. He was quite aloof, but he's clearly worked on that aspect of it. I think he's, I actually do think he's carried himself well. I think he's carried so himself I. well. I think, 
To me, to me, it's well. a sign of the FA moving into yeah, into the twenty first century. Yes, yes, that's I what I see. I, I just see he's 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 young, he's youthful in terms of football managers. He's not dogged by history, yeah. and he's got a young squad. I just think it's for yeah. me what this World Cup's proved more than anything else, if, as an overall thing, is that the FA, for all its faults and for all its yeah, all things that we hate, it seems to be moving in the right direction. And I think also, I'm, yeah. I'm I never, think that's a good thing. I'm never entirely sure why I think it's so important, but I do. As it all sounds so old-fashioned to think, but I do think it's important to have an English manager. But also, what we've got is a manager who's not that far away from having played for England in tournaments himself. Yeah, and missing penalties. But but he knows what it's like to be in in squads. He knows what it's like to be. He knows the disappointment. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And he's he's young enough for the players to still be able to relate to him. He's not somebody who's been parachuted in. Yeah. From Sweden or Italy, who's yeah. got no. He's earned. He's earned that spot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was. He was a good player. So he. Yeah. yeah. And he's clearly. I think it. I think it must have taken a bit of bottle from him to insist on having those two coaches. Yeah. Because I think the FA would have wanted him to have. Do we know what their names are? No, that's a. <laughs> that's thing, the point. That's, that's, not a to, yeah. that's not a bad thing in a sense <laughs> no. because quite clearly they're, they're they're there just on their coaching ability. Mm. If Don Firefield was here, he'd know their names and of their course background. He'd know and everything about. He'd know what they eat for dinner yeah. and. Yeah. Okay, um, final few questions then for this part from our listeners. Uh, the first one is from Wilson. Right, Hi, Wilson. Wilson. Right, Wilson. <laughs> he says, uh, are there any players at the World Cup that Palace could yeah. and should realistically sign? And he has suggested Senegal's energetic fullback Sabali, who plays for Bordeaux, and Egypt's Trezeguet. I think uh, um, Brazil have a, a forward <laughs> called Name, 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 Name. Name. He's a rightly overrated. Yeah. I don't like him. Well, here's one. I'm going to, I'm, this is one purely to annoy somebody around this table. I'm going to go for Shakiri. Oh, get f- <laughs> <laughs> I'll go Shakiri. He looks. He's, Just bleep that out. No, yeah. I think he'd be perfect at Palace. I love Joe. Apparently, he's got a nickname on the internet, which I love. It's called the Power Cube. <laughs> the Power Cube. <laughs> yeah. That a bit um, when he took his shirt off after he scored. Yeah. When, he, when him and Jacker did the, they were doing the, the uh, Albanian yeah, double-headed yeah, Eagles, yeah, yeah. and Jacker that's why they call me that's why they call me Granite Kosovo. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Anyway, fair play to him. Man. Fair play to <laughs> We've him mentioned him before it. on the pod, haven't we? To be fair. Yeah. Um, do you know, funny enough, I knew because I I thought I thought this was a subject that might come up on the pod, so I've been looking out. There's no one there. Because the criteria is different. It's like Ed says, you can't, obviously you can't say Messi or whatever, but then it's hard to know where the parameters lie, even for a fantasy transfer. There's no one I've really thought, maybe Rodrigo, Hammers, last World Cup, Hammers was the one I would love to have come to. Pass. Yeah, of course. But, <laughs> but there's no one I, you My, go, he's to, better than we've got. To Cloud, I think hmm. uh, uh, Shakira's not a good player. It's just like the diva aspect of it I don't like. Well, even in the first game against Brazil, we met missing it quite a lot. And that's the game against, uh, so was it Serbia or? Mm. I can't remember. Yeah, he, he, he's a bit like a, a shoes on Neymar. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He, we, until he scored the goal, he, he, his attitude was yeah. appalling. There's been um, nobody that's really caught my eye in terms of an individual. I miss Jedinak. That we could Watching Jedinak makes me miss. Mm. Aaron Roy, maybe, but. We do have Maybe. A Moy, Moy's a good player. Yeah. yeah, Moy's not bad. Yeah, Yanazai. No, Yanazai. I'd forgotten he was even a thing. But the Trezeguet thing, I quite like it just because it's an amusing nickname to have. It's like, what about having <laughs> having Lozano, <laughs> Lasagna, Lozano, mm. Chucky Lozano. Chucky's the guy who scored against uh, yeah. what Germany. he's played for P- yeah. PSV at the minute. I'm not sure to be honest. Yeah, he plays for Eindhoven, I think, but I I wouldn't be surprised if he comes to the Prem. There's been a the, the yeah. I mean, to be honest, there's no no one that stands out for me. I'm I'm bad with 
remembering stuff anyway. But the trouble is, even in a fantasy pick, they're more likely to go to West Ham than us. Picking up players, then uh, King David, hey, King, David. King Dave C says, um, "Does the lack of Palace players at the World Cup only only one in Luca uh, tell us anything about the quality and nature of our squad?" Um, I don't think it does. No. I just don't think. Yeah, Wilf. We've got plenty of players that play for for national teams. They're yeah. just not in the World Cup. Yeah, Benteke, Benteke, any other season, Benteke goes. Yeah. yeah, Wilf happens to be playing for a team that didn't qualify. He's not that good that he can carry a team into a World Cup on his own. Yeah, you know, it does. I, Do you count Loftus Cheek? You know, would you be pleased that you had a no. player for Tunisia or Panama? That doesn't necessarily mean they're. Yeah, good players. No, no, I mean, like, no, question. Keep, keep, make sure they don't play in the World Cup so the world doesn't see how good they are. Yeah, we get to yeah. it is an interesting question. Point. Well, that's the thing with Loftus Cheek. We kind of hope that. My theory: I wanted him to get a very slight knock that made him miss the, <laughs> made him miss the game, so people couldn't see how good he was. So Chelsea went, "Oh, leave him and go back to Palace." But yeah, I think he's or Everton. Well, or yeah, West this will come, yeah. I think Loftus Cheek has probably priced himself out of a permanent move to Palace. Mm. He's, Maybe, he's not yeah. set the World Cup alight, but he's been solid and he's been impressive. He's been good. Yeah, you'd still. I don't think I'd like as I said I'd like to see him and Deli Ali play together but mm. Deli Ali's always going to be ahead of him myself we're going to we're going to talk about transfers in part two alright um, we'll we'll <laughs> <laughs> it won't take long but just finally then in part one our sort of World Cup roundup um, the London Football Blog hi hi LFB I'm fairly certain I know who this question's <laughs> going to says uh, nice little dip in the pond naked if England win the World Cup It'd be more than that. It'd be all, all of us being there. <laughs> yeah, we will have an orgy on this table if England win the World Cup. All right, I'll, 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 I'm committing. I'm to married it. now, so I'm gonna... even more fun. Single people don't. I'm, I will commit now to naked Fortnite Pond if England win the World if Cup. If England win the World Cup, yep. wow. wow! All right, okay. committing to it. Uh, I we have another question, England. I've got one more question. Oh, good. Okay, it's not about England, though. Oh, sorry. Did you want to ask it? No, I thought you'd mentioned that one of our regular questions has come up with England. Oh, I didn't ask you because Ed said it before, but we did have a question from oh, someone okay. I found not on Mike though that said, um, <laughs> "Having England turn the corner." Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Thank you. Um, see you. See you next season. <laughs> every every pod. Um, finally, that's then, why it works, JD. That is why it works. It's the, oh. <laughs> Final question. <laughs> Who? I want you guys to stick your neck out because uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to pod again before the end of the World Cup because I'm going on honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Who is going to win it? England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uruguay. Oh, Uruguay are going to win. All right, well, if we're, Interesting. If we're, if we're neck sticking to that extent, Croatia. <gasps> yeah, I'd say Croatia. Does it feel like a World Cup that an outsider? Yeah, Mexico. It would be, Mexico. I think, I think what would make this World Cup perfect would be for a new team yeah. Uruguay obviously have won it in the past but for a for a different team yeah I agree it, I agree for a not Brazil I would, for a Belgium yeah. or Uruguay I would, I would love Belgium. something like Croatia to win it yeah Croatia would be great uh, I think, yeah. I think great. Croatia would be amazing for football if they won it but I think Uruguay are going to win so a lot of the big teams sort of started slowly obviously Germany have gone out Brazil that's started how you do in the world honestly I honestly think England honestly seriously mm-hmm. yes well, you don't yeah. You're so young, you see. No idea of you. You take take Brazil. I think we're potentially in a one-game situation where I think it is the first time in years I can look people in the eye and say I think England could could potentially win this this World Cup. England could be any of the teams that are left in the World Cup. Yeah, I agree. Whereas there are other teams in the last sixteen that couldn't. England definitely could win it. They they won't. Denmark, for example, can't. They definitely could. I think. Yeah. yeah. Denmark then. Well, let's look. 
Switzerland are not going to win it. Sweden are not going to win it. Denmark. Denmark. Denmark are not going to win it. Portugal. The top three. Sweden. Belgium. Japan are not going to win it. Please don't let Belgium win it. Colombia are not going to win it. Japan are not going to win it. Yeah. Germany are not going to win it. Okay, Uruguay Portugal is going to be a bloodbath, I reckon. I can't wait. Uruguay Portugal is going to be. It's going to be an old fashioned. I'm going to sit. Actually, I reckon it'll be Spain. No, they've not been that impressive, have they? But there was about 20 minutes in the first game. I mean, they were brilliant against Portugal, but they let three goals in. Yeah. Well, they were brilliant against Ronaldo. Yeah. I mean, can we just say one thing? However much Ronaldo annoys you, he's. He's basically dragged that country oh, through. 100%. Oh, I mean, it's unbelievable. Like, it's like Baggio '94, yeah. just yeah. absolutely single-handedly. Maradona '86, yeah. exactly. Harry Kane '2018. <laughs> 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 okay, right. Um, thanks for your questions for that. In part two, we're going to talk a little bit about Palace because the new season is not that far away. So join us after this. Welcome back to the Five Year Plan World Cup special podcast. Hey! hey. Something like that. Hey. Uh, sponsored by Vector Printing for your printing embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk. It's Vector with Okay. Come on, lads. And JCIS, a global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-nice.com. I will. Very nicely nice done, indeed. Uh, okay, so we've spoken about England. Let, let's chat briefly about Palace. Hey. <laughs> um, the new season is wait what's the date today Jeez. five weeks away five weeks away wow. so not far Six at all says five the, weeks away the fixtures have come out don't say that <laughs> fixtures have come out we've got Fulham, Fulham away yeah first yeah. game how do you feel about that oh. well I'm, I'm in Edinburgh so I'm bit, I wanted Fulham to uh, come to the Prem so it was a nearby away day so you're going <laughs> to miss it yeah. yeah I think there'll be good atmosphere Fulham are a good footballing side yeah it's probably too early in the season to hire a boat like everybody says straight as soon as the fixtures it'll came. still happen though I think it'll be on I've got a feeling it might be on because mm. Sky love Fulham I think there's I think and also with the uh, Roy Roy Hodgson connection yeah. I think it'll add a bit of extra yeah. Yeah. extra thing to it would be nice to see all our new signings speaking of which then okay so um, we have actually not had many questions about transfers I thought there'd be more um, the only player we have signed, obviously, is Guaita, the goalkeeper from Getafe. We signed a 14-year-old Nigerian boy, apparently. Oh, have we? Who the club described as the new JJ Acocha. Which, <laughs> <laughs> which people of a certain generation... I think you'll find that. I'm the new JJ Acocha. <laughs> um, Kevin, there is a few other rumours, isn't there, doing the rounds and stuff? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I've given up on all the usual information sources because I'll just get too excited. This news that Jack Wilshere is going to a Turkish club today is interesting because that's the one the two that I thought would definitely happen would be Mikel Antonio and Jack Wilshere mm. I thought they'd be the two that would definitely happen and then there was a hope based on things that you hear here and there that Loftus-Cheap might yeah. come back to us for another season on loan on loan yeah, yeah. Um, again that all depends on Chelsea's new manager I know I was doing a show yesterday with Tony Belly the World Heavyweight Boxing Champions and Everton fan who s- says it's absolutely nailed on he's heard that Loftus Cheap will go to Everton so I did point out to him that I'm slightly trepidatious of saying this to the World Heavyweight Boxing Champions why would he go to Everton rather <laughs> yeah. than I think yeah. if he goes anywhere on loan he'll come back to Palace because he yeah. clearly had a good he yeah. had a rapport with the fans hmm. apparently he wasn't impressed with the facilities initially I heard but you know but he really liked it he, he, he would start every game yeah 
I think it just depends on who Chelsea's new manager is. The Wilshire one, I thought, because Hodgson had been virtually every interview Hodgson's had recently, he's mentioned how good Wilshire is. You know, he's been asked about England's World Cup squad. He's said, oh, Wilshire should be in it. He's really Wilshire played his best football for England under Roy. Under Roy. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, the Mikel Antonio one, I'm surprised, hasn't been done. It's a shame because we say this every year. We'll say, let, let this be the season when we get all our transfers done yeah. and out of the way. The World Cup kind of blows it out a little bit. It would be nice to have had a, a headline. Would you be happy with Antonio? Oh, well, it depends. I'd be happy if if Townsend stayed and we had Antonio. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I, I would uh, if he was a straightforward. I've, from what I'm hearing, we're, we're trying to price so many people out of a Townsend move. Clearly, I don't think the club wants to sell him and he yeah. doesn't want to go. So yeah. they've said 30 million quid. I don't see anyone. But there's interest, isn't there, in him? From Newcastle. Well, I don't see, anyone, I don't see anyone paying 30 million quid for him. I think the other one I kind of hoped was that Everton clearly don't want Balassi. Oh, I, think okay. I think bring him home. I think they're as likely to release him from his contract as anything else. They, wow. just, they don't. They just don't rate him. The fans don't. And I think it, it's just one of those players who plays his best football for one club. So that yeah. would be yeah. an exciting move. But again, as a squad player, hmm. but Mikel Antonio coming in would be would be great. Oh, not the sort of players we should be bringing in, but not to replace players we've got. Absolutely, yeah. We, absolutely. If we're talking about strengthening the squad, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And as you said earlier in the pod, the the the, the second eleven, as it were, and the, yeah. know, the yeah. backup, the backup players. Mm. Is, well, it, that's what we is there not other positions like right back in the mid? That we also need to fill this summer. I think I think I think we need to fill everywhere, really, don't we? I mean, you, if can, we, yeah. you know, I think that's what we need. So we need to be looking everywhere, not just particular areas. You know, yeah. I think we've, you know, we we finished eleventh last year, and I think that's probably about where we were, really. Yeah. Even after the terrible, even even the terrible start aside, you know, mm. I think eleventh is about where we were. Yeah. I think we want to, you know, we just need to try and keep 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 that level. You know, I don't think we should be pushing above or below but I think we just need everywhere needs to be strengthened you know everywhere needs to be strengthened yeah. we just need to have that more of that sort of backup system and I just think just just need to just buy some more well, players just, you know I'm happy with that well that's the exact phrase because it's like you mentioned right back we know who the right back is the yeah. starting right back yeah. so, but you need somebody as good as him to be the non-starting right back but yeah. the problem is who you know, who, who wants to sit on the bed yeah, does Mikel Antonio want to come to Palace and take his chances with Townsend and Schlupp and Whatever else, yeah. The, mm. the other report thing is, I was really pleased that Van Arnholt quickly shot down any rumours about him. Oh, that's good. Going mm. anywhere because it's important. Uh, yeah, we need to buy a situation sort of that. But it's quite clear yeah. if we keep Luca, we keep MacArthur, Penteke. Oh, unless a chart, I can't. I mean, he's, he's the big question for me. Whether all, yeah. Roy wants to keep him, I know that. But there hasn't. Um, there, the, there hasn't been any news of any contracts being resigned, is there? By any of the, no, the players that are out of contract. The the Kabai one is TBC. No one knows. He seems to be keeping keeping mm. everybody guessing. To the extent that I've reached this stage where I'm not fussed or he stays or goes now. To be honest, mm. the I, I I wonder whether Hodgson. I mean, Hodgson apparently is. Uh, well, you believe these stories in some papers? He's been told can't offer wages equivalent to wages we've offered in the past mm. I don't know if that's true or not it certainly won't be because he's been offered a lot more money I wonder on the forward side because Wickham's back in full training yeah. whether Hodgson wants to have a look at him mm, before possibly. he makes decisions about rumours this week suddenly that he decided Solot was surplus to requirements oh really oh yeah. really oh, I missed so, that but, um, I had bids had come in but you can't take any rumours seriously this time no. of the season we you, you, you won't go to sleep if you are at night if you but think it also, about it the doesn't, permutation. I doesn't feel like I mean obviously there'll be a few people online 
as always, moaning about stuff. It doesn't feel like really crucial this summer that if we don't get any big names in, we're going to be a failure. Or even if we got Guaita and a couple of backups, I'd, I'd be kind of quite happy. Yeah, and everyone stayed. That yeah, and everyone stayed playing at how we were yeah. our best. Yeah, doesn't feel it's imperative. Quite, you just, you just. Well, it's just like Christmas. You just want better presents, don't you? Yeah. The squad is good yeah. enough to stay up, but you want to see the end. Yeah, because everyone's slightly worried. Well, they've announced the new stand, so is that where all the money's going to be going for the next? It, it doesn't. Two seasons, it doesn't feel it? like new players is is our fix now, like it has been for a couple of seasons. That's recently. Good point. But yeah. also, you don't. Yeah. You can't look at last season and go, "Well, we finished eleventh. That's quite good. We can stand still for a couple of seasons." The no. only way Palace can stand still is by trying to move forward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But again, <laughs> you know, if our ambition is to stay where we are, then the chances are we'll slip back. If our ambition is to move forward, yeah, we'll get stoked in Southampton. Well, exactly. Yeah. So, but but yeah, the World Cup does muddy the waters because everyone's waiting to see how well their player does and yeah. Yeah. where they go to afterwards. And you know, I think Benteke will stay or go. Decide on dependent on whether a Chinese club can afford him. So I don't think. Villa, any of the teams coming up can't afford his wages. He's not going to go back to Villa now they're in the championship again. Yeah. So, he's, I mean, how old is Benteke? He's 26, 27. You'd think at that age you'd still want to be playing in one of the best leagues in the world and, and improving himself, especially after last season. I, I hope, hope he does stay. I hope he stays. Because in a way it would, improves. Be, it would be like buying a new player. Yeah. If he does stay. Yeah. Um, we had a few questions. Most of them are about, about Loftus Cheek from Luke O and Richard Bushell, and they both want to know what we think about. Loftus-Cheek and our chances of signing him but as you said it's kind of still up in the air because of Chelsea's new manager and their situation if, having said all that I just said about getting new players in if the only business we did was to get Loftus-Cheek back I would say that's a good yeah I'd be happy with that transfer window yeah but, but what, what agreed I, and again I'm contradicting myself I would take him back on loan but the other thing I would like to avoid is that taking other players on they talk about Get some permanence in, yeah. Talk about, what's his name, Chelsea, Tammy Abraham. Mm. We're getting him on loan. It's like, no, don't want players that can't play for, against certain teams. Yeah. It looks amateur. Let's buy some players. We want yeah. our own team. Well, that, it's yeah. the same yeah. thing as, like you say, standing still, because then at the end of the season, we were in the same position that we started in because yeah. we're losing the players that we had on loan. Yeah. Let's yeah. go do what we did with Luka. Let's go and find yeah. someone. Yeah. Yeah, let's find a left-back from... Serbia, but that's also what we try to do with, with Rakip and Serlot, and you know that's increasingly. Well, Rakip's obviously come back. Serlot, yeah. you know, TBC. We'll yeah. See what he's like. Um, so who have we lost? So we lost Delaney. We've lost. Demo's gone. Oh, uh, oh. contracts. Yeah, uh, the other keeper. Yeah. So it's only three, and then apparently Kabai has been offered a new deal. Right. Wardy's been offered a new. Deal, I'd imagine I think Hodgson's so. offered another year in his contract Hodgson as well and, and so we're all we're sort of waiting to see what happens with all the yeah. people that are out of contract we do regularly get questions from people saying who from the players out of contract would you keep and I kind of feel like everyone yeah really yeah, yeah. You know, from the from from the regulars anyway definitely people like Damo have gone we knew that was going to happen mm. um, Ward is the one you'd kind of go I wouldn't be losing any sleep if we as backup I would because yeah, I think I mean. it's his praying that wins us games could be <laughs> It's not. It's not. It's it's going yes. the right way out of the bunny if holes. You, if, if you lose Wardy, you, know. you lose God. So I don't <laughs> want to lose God. Um, okay. Well, look, well, we'll be back again before in pre-season. So hopefully, by the time we pod next, there'll be some signings or something. Is that it for the about. section? No, I've got one more question. After All right. This. Um, England. But, well, that's it in terms of 
in terms of transfers and stuff, it's, it's very quiet. It's, it's, it is very quiet. But no one's it's really quiet. Where? Well, and it transfer wise, because the World Cup's on. Yeah, yeah. The whole world's concentrating. Other clubs have made signings though during the World Cup. United have signed a couple. Chelsea yeah. look like Golovin. Oh, <laughs> Chelsea sign over every week, don't they? <laughs> Finally, then for this question for this pod, Selhurst under lights. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Says, what is Steve Parrish's karaoke hits going to be this year? Ooh, Ooh good question. Gang- it was gangsters. In paradise, yeah. No, not paradise. What was it? What was it? Gangsters delight. Rappers delight. Rappers delight. <laughs> Come on, Jim. Rappers delight. <laughs> and your South London's not one expert on rap music, are you? Uh, well, I don't know. It's it's down with the kids more than I am. As mm. Steve Parrish's. Mm-hmm. So what do I think he's going to do for karaoke? Yeah. yeah. Football's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going left. I think Gangnam Style. <laughs> nice sort of thing. He'd think, he'd sort of thing Steve Parrish would think still complete re- with the dance. Still relevant. Yeah, of course yeah. with the dance. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. I think he'd probably do Take Me On by Aha. Uh-huh. Good, ch- good, <laughs> good track. Steve Bright would be it'd be a Billy Bragg song, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Be, I reckon he's going to do something Billy from Bragg. Legally Blonde the musical. <laughs> <laughs> no, do something from Hamilton though, Steve Parrish, because like, he'd be able to afford tickets. How could a man born in Croydon? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a regular musical. Okay. Um, oh, you seen it? Yeah. How did you have four tickets? Because we were sat right at the back. Oh. It was very good, though. <laughs> um, you have four tickets. <laughs> anyway. How could you? I don't no, know. No, I mean, how do you, yeah, this is a long time. It's a queue for tickets, isn't it? Well, Miranda, like, when they went on sale, Miranda was online and getting them within the first 30 seconds. Oh, so, yeah. Wow. It's good. It's very good. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for this summer pot, summer slash World Cup slash oh. transfer slash. Slash. How you doing? I'm all right. Pod. A bit hot. Yeah, a bit too, hot. Yeah. Too yeah. hot. We've all had to move our chairs to the other side of the table where there's no sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll post a photo of that online. Yeah, apparently the sun was lovely. Oh, I hate the summer. So it was on. Anyway. The hot, the hot pizza didn't help, did it? It was lovely. Mm. Should have gone you. salad. Nice. No, nice no, pizza. Anyway, we will be with you again in pre-season at some After point. your honeymoon. Who do you think is going to win the World Cup? That's a good point, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you asked us. Only JD would be taken completely by surprise by that question. <laughs> <laughs> the what? Uh, we, well, that was in the first um, part. Portugal. You think Portugal will win the World Cup? Really? No way. Yeah. F off. Just, oh. I just think it's for now. It's for an, I think I get to the final anyway. Definitely. Really? No I think there's, there's, way. There's real Baggio '94 vibes about Ronaldo and, the, and this Portugal. I think they're they going to get that. battered by Uruguay. I do. I think Uruguay are going to take them to the Uruguay. Will be tough. It'll be tough. But Who would they play if they beat Uruguay? No idea. No, it's 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 I'm not concentrating Spain on the half. Yeah. Spain, whatever. Anyway, <sighs> anyway, we'll know the outcome of this by the time we pod next time. But as for now, thank you for your questions. Thank That's you right. for... Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> thank you, lads, for being here. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, yeah, for, thank you, thanks, thanks, thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll be with you again in pre-season, so look Hope out for us then. you enjoyed many a Jesse pod. Bye. Happy birthday, Jesse. Bye. Happy birthday, When it comes to business travel in Orlando, it's never business as usual. Oh, sure, I could go on for days about all the incredible places to hold meetings or the Michelin dining or the innovative industries that'll make you feel right at home. But Dr. Michael Edwards of Ocean Insight said it best. Orlando is as much a business capital as an entertainment one. So dive in and see what's happening in Orlando, where the possibilities for business travel are unbelievably real. Learn more at Orlando for Business dot com. Sports Social Podcast Network.